Hi, and welcome to the Connect Her podcast with Lee Cummins. I'm the founder of Connect Her Women's Business Network and also the Connect Her Club. I'm going to be sharing some information as well as thoughts, tools, and tips for the motivated entrepreneur. You'll also enjoy the Connected Conversations. This is where I interview thought leaders, go-getters and real business owners as they share their journey with you. I want to thank you for being part of the Connect Her community. So sit back and enjoy. Hello and welcome to the Connect Her podcast with Lee Cummins. Thank you for joining me today and allowing me to be part of your day and also for you being part of our community. So much appreciated that that you're with us. So today's episode, we are going to be talking about finding your magical superpowers and also Gosh, 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 I have been having a super busy week as we are rolling out some new initiatives with our Connect Her Women's Business Network. We also have our meetings starting up again and all our branch leaders are coming back. So it's been a super busy time and it's also been a time of reflection as well of what's happened in the past um, 12 to 18 months, where the business is going, moving forward. And what I have found is that sometimes we forget our superpowers and we hear often as women about the imposter syndrome. And this has really come up for me over the last couple of weeks as I've been pulling things together for the business and looking at where it's heading, how it's heading, and and all that sort of thing, which you know every business owner does, don't they? They all make those sort of um, those sort of uh, decisions and go through those processes, particularly at the beginning of the year. Even though you know we're right into um, well, it's the last week of January twenty twenty two. If you're listening to this in um, in sequence. So we all go through those sort of things. We all do that sort of process at some point. However, it really came up for me looking at, uh, you know, worthiness and and my magical superpowers and, and the imposter syndrome, which is also known as the, an imposter phenomenon, um, the uh, fraud syndrome, but basically what it is, it's where we start to think in a pattern where we doubt our skills, we doubt our talents and we doubt our accomplishments and we persistently do this and quite often we don't mention this to anyone, we don't verbalise it, this is all an internalised fear of being exposed as like a fraud that you don't know what you're doing and there could be a whole lot of evidence in in your realm that is saying this is not true because there is lots of external evidence that can show your competence if you look around your office i i put my certificates up on the wall And, um, you know, I've got uh, diplomas, certified trainers, um, 
oh, all sorts of things up there, um, certificates. And I am qualified in a lot of areas because I'm, I'm a Sagittarian and one of the traits of Sagittarians is that they love to learn. And so I'm always, I've always got sort of a course on the go or I'm studying something and when I complete them, you know, like I'm a, an EFT master practitioner. I'm a personal transformational breakthrough coach. I have uh, diplomas in, you know, management and retail management. And, and, you know, you've probably got lots and lots of certifications as well that may be on your wall or they may be in a book or they may be the letters behind your name. It doesn't matter. We start to convince ourselves that we are frauds and that we don't deserve what, we achieve, what we've achieved or that somebody else is doing it differently or better than us. And when there's imposter syndrome, we, we incorrectly attribute our successes sometimes to luck. We don't look at it as something that is what we deserve that what we we have done what we what we have achieved in our lives and um this also this also occurs you know uh not just in our business but in our interactions with other people where we will feel like we are not um we're not on the same level as somebody maybe intellectually or we don't deserve that sort of love from somebody or we don't deserve that sort of friendship and what that does is it makes what could be a healthy relationship very unhealthy and this can be quite a problem for us so what we need to do um, is start to look at what are our superpowers what are our magical superpowers? Because as women, we are one of the one of the sexes that really feels imposter syndrome. Some men do and some women do, but we generally do feel it. So let's get off imposter syndrome because let's face it, we don't need that. What we need to do is be super aware of what our what our superpowers are because we are so unique we have the abilities to be absolutely amazing people that we are and show it to the world and quite often that is around developing what your life's purpose is looking at where you are right now have a think about why people connect with you and when you know what your superpowers are it's a really good way to actually change your life for the better because you stop having that imposter syndrome you stop thinking about what and comparing yourself because when you have this clarity and you're able to focus on what your superpowers are plus what really matters to you it can create a very good blueprint of how you communicate how you connect with people and how your business runs by having that that blueprint of your magical superpowers and we all have them we are all unique we are all individuals
So how do you know uh, what are your superpowers? I mean, you can ask people, but how do you drill down and find out what your actual superpowers are? Because you can have all these um, fabulous uh, certificates on the wall and you can have all these fabulous things, but it's identifying uh, what your superpowers are. And there's some really good ways to be able to do that. We are going to have a look at some of those right now and find out what are your incredible magical superpowers because this is going to help you to create a beautiful life moving forward, not looking at the negative, not looking at and, and the comparisons. That can be difficult when we start comparing ourselves to others and what they do. And the best way is to ask yourself some questions. So let's get started. So one of the things that I think is a really good number one question is, how do you improve the lives of others? Now, when you know how you improve the lives of others, you can start to drill down and put some questions, as put some answers to those questions. So people have shown... Um, that when they improve the lives of others, that they feel more confident, they have an attitude of gratitude and they appreciate life a lot more. So knowing how you are significantly contributing to, to your local community, to your local people, which then contributes to the world, is a great way of identifying some of your superpowers. So how do you improve the lives of others? It may be that you're fun to be around, you're confident, you're, um, you're trustworthy. You make the list and your list may completely vary to what my list is. So once you've got those, pop them down under number one because then what we're going to do is have a look at number two. And number two is have a think about what do you enjoy doing? something that when you're sitting down or standing or running or what you're doing during the day what is it that makes your time absolutely fly by in fact you look at the clock and you think my gosh where did that day go or where did that morning go because if you're not in your right business or your right job or um you're not doing the things that you love, you get bored and then you start concentrating on the clock and you find that people that have jobs that they absolutely hate often are clock watchers and they drain, their energy is drained by that. So think about what it is that seems to make time fly. Uh, for me, I love doing podcasts, researching, I love doing um, lots of uh, writing. So for me, time flies when I have my creative hat on. Now, I didn't realize that I had that creative tendency because I'd already, I'd always put it into a, a different basket. But over, um, over the lockdowns, uh, and I've spoken about this on the podcast on several occasions, I've taken up um, painting, acrylic painting, and 
I seem to have a little flair for it. I'm not brilliant, but uh, I seem to have a flair for it. But my time flies and I feel so relaxed and so mesmerised in the task that I'm doing when I'm painting. I also really get like that when I'm writing, doing blog posts, or when I'm creating the information for a podcast. That's what makes time fly for me. Then have a think about when you were a child, what were the things that you enjoyed doing? What was it that you ended up, you you loved doing? Now, again, for me, I remember the days of, um, I'm from Western Australia, so we used to get the big Carnarvon banana boxes. They were cardboard boxes, and I would create them into a shop. And I'd get all the old tins, you know, from mum and I'd get the train tickets and that was my money and um, and I'd, you know, play shops with this old Carnarvon banana box. And I also had another Carnarvon banana box, which um, I put shelves in and again. And um, all my little golden books I put into like the Dewey librarian form and had them all in alphabetical order and uh you know uh very organized and um and and that was my fun time I I enjoyed it I didn't necessarily enjoy playing with dolls I didn't necessarily employ enjoy you know um running around with all the other kids in the in the street Those were the things that I had fun doing. And so you can start looking at what stuff that you did. I hope that my description of my two, you know, my banana box shop and my banana box library start to increase your thinking of what you did as a child. You know, you may have just had really fun memories of running around with the other kids or, um, At our home, we had uh, about three steps up to our front porch and then there was this big porch and Abba had just come out. And one of my friends and I, we used to get up there and we would um, organise, you know, dances and we were going to have a big concert. So I always wanted to be on stage and, you know, always wanted to be the centre of attention as well. So I always had things going. But what was it? What was it that you enjoyed doing what was it that um that really made fun as a child and once you try to identify those patterns uh, that the things that were so enjoyable I mean I still love going to the library I still love reading books and um and that organization it is very much um, what I do so those are the sort of things that I'm going to start to see the patterns of what happens is as we get older, we actually start to disconnect with what we did as a child, with what we did as, do as adults. And this disconnect, then, um, you know, our, our lives go around in circles and we don't always necessarily know what it is that we love, what are our magical superpowers. And this is actually giving you some some opportunities to look at your superpowers because you know one one of my superpowers is although I'm super messy um, I'm super organized 
and I and I have processes in place. Now, when I start to look at what I did as a child with you know my library and my my shop, um, these sort of things carried they've carried through into adult life. So that's number three. Um, so so far we've uh, how can you or how do you improve the lives of others around you? What are the things that you do now that seem to make time fly? And number three is when you were a kid, what did you really enjoy doing? So they're, they're the three. Now, our next one, and I love this one because it, it's a fun one. What would you do even if you looked foolish, even if you started to look a bit silly? If you really want to learn what some of your superpowers are, a great way of doing this is to find out how passionate you are about an area in your life that it doesn't matter how silly you look, even when you were first starting out, all of us have to start from the beginning in any situation. And it is, if this is truly what you want, then um, you tend to persevere. So have a think about what would you do even if you look silly? Because it's just something that you love doing, something that you enjoy. Think about the things that you're prepared to do even if they are embarrassing or even if they have an embarrassing outcome for you in the beginning. Now for me, um, starting the Connect2 business, I didn't know whether it was going to work, whether it wasn't. And let me tell you, if it didn't work out, I would have been supremely embarrassed, but I still gave it a go. And that is because I'm passionate about it and I would take a risk with it, even if I looked silly. Now, it could be other things like you might want to learn, I don't know, martial arts or learn to paint or to dance. And you know that at the beginning, you're going to make a lot of mistakes. And initially, you might even face the possibilities of people talking behind your back or laughing about you but if you're truly passionate you're not going to actually care about that um, because too many people let stupidity or foolishness present them uh, sorry prevent them from pursuing what is their their passion and we start to learn our superpowers because if we know that we will do something, even if we look foolish or even if we look silly, that we have a level of tenacity. We have a, a level of um, confidence. And these are some of your superpowers coming out if you're willing to do those sort of things. Number five, have a think about what people come to you for. Why do they ask you to help you do things? If you're someone that other people often come to for advice, then think about what they ask you to do to assist them. What is it that people are coming to you for? Start to look for commonalities in this. Do they tend to ask you for advice in a certain area? Do they tend to ask you to do particular things? Um, I had one lady that, uh, you know, she struggled with her website and I had built a few websites um, over the years and 
she would come to me with some of her problems and so so one of my superpowers is helping to you know identify situations um and give a little bit of advice and guidance now I'm certainly not a website developer but it was something that I could really help her with most people struggle to see what their strengths are and the 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 strengths that they possess we tend to think that we don't have any positive attributes and that you know nobody really cares what we do or what we say but when you start to think about over the last three to six months what do people ask you to help them do and you will find that this is where you're going to start picking up some of your positive attributes when you think about the reasons why people ask you for help it's actually going to assist you to identify some more of your natural talents so let's give you an example other than myself um, do you find like family and friends often come to you for advice about I will say relationship problems or money problems or um, things like that, things that they're experiencing. Starting to help people with these kinds of problems is something that's much needed, but it's also something that is going to help you identify your natural talents. So that is number five. Point number five is what do people ask to help? ask you to help them do we are going to take a very quick break because i would love to have you have a quick listen to what we're up to with the connect her club so stay tuned Hey, I'm so happy to let you know that the Connector community has expanded. Connector is proud to present the Connector Club, a club designed just for you and your business. We know it's tough running a business, we totally get that. And the Connector Club is a space filled with inspiration, education, and resources to support you in your business. In fact, we've put together business tools, templates, worksheets, as well as an online four week self paced business basics course. There's much more there to assist you in building and maintaining your wonderful business as well as keeping you inspired. Check out some of our free resources and why not consider becoming a member. Visit connecther.club. That's right, super easy, www.connecther.club. And we are back. Um, so thank you for having a listen to those uh, that message about our Connector Club. So we are looking at what are your magical superpowers and we are looking at um, some of the ways to identify them. Number one was how can you improve or and how do you improve the lives of others around you? What are the things that make time fly for you? Number three is when you were a child what did you really enjoy doing what was it that made you super happy number four what would you do even if you looked silly or funny and ridiculous and number five is what do people ask you to help them do so hopefully you're starting to get a whole lot of really good stuff written down there for you. 
and um, and that is so important. Now, number six, I think, is something that is think about your bucket list. Um, think about if you were told that you only have, say, one more year to live. If your time was running out, what would you do? Now, this is this is quite you know a sad question, and more so more than anything because um, I've had people very close to me that are not that much older than me that have have had that had that conversation with their doctor, and um, just recently somebody that is exactly the same age as me, we're only a month apart, um, has you know passed away, and. I've only just turned 55 so um, to me that is just you know so sad. I've got a friend whose husband passed away a year ago and they were younger than me. So there's nothing like um, the conversation around death uh, being around the corner which really starts to get you to concentrate and think about the things that are most dear to you. How do you want to be remembered after you're gone? Um, is there a legacy that you want to leave? Is there is there something that um, you you truly want to impart to the world? And I, I remember um, that when I was younger, I, uh, I I was reasonably high up in um, an industry over in Western Australia. And I just felt like, you know, I was I was eating a bit. I was young and I just felt like I was eating a bit. And I probably was to some extent. And over the years, I've been away from Western Australia for 24 years. And in that industry, they'd be going, Lee who? You know, so... So it, it doesn't always... You know, your legacy is not always going to carry on. But what we want to do is understand that nobody wants to think about, you know, dying, but um, but think back to, to maybe a period in your life where you did think you were eaten a bit and that life was, you know, not going to go forward without you being in that job, in that industry, in that business, um, in that relationship, whatever, because you will start to actually think about and understand what are your real priorities and what are your true values so this is a question that it's a little heartbreaking particularly if you're like me and you've had people close to you that have unexpectedly passed and they didn't get to do what was on their bucket list they didn't get to identify what they wanted as their legacy um, even though, like in one case, I know that there's a beautiful legacy that's been left behind through this, this lady's children. Um, and one of my other friends, I know that his legacy has been left behind in how much fun and the memories and everything that we had when we were growing up. So um, as hard as this question is, it is one that you do not want to skip because you will find that it will start to reveal some really important details that are going to shape your superpowers. Let's 
check on uh, number seven. If you had the opportunity to teach people, what would it be? If you were up on stage sharing the world, sharing what you knew, what is it that you would teach the world? What would it be? What would you teach people? Now, think of, you know, Tony Robbins. He's one of the most um, well-known life coaches in the world. And look at what he teaches. Look at what he projects to people. Have a think about Oprah Winfrey and what she has taught people. She's, She's taught people that it doesn't matter about your financial status, um, your colour, your background, your circumstances, you can make it. And that is significant, a significant contribution to the world. So ask yourself the question, because what it will actually do is it, it'll start to help you see how you can make a significant contribution to the world. Now, I'm not necessarily talking about the global world. I'm also talking about your world. Think think big, absolutely. But uh, if it's a bit overwhelming to think about how you're going to contribute to the world, um, like Oprah Winfrey or Tony Robbins or Elon Musk or any of those, think about your world. There are people that you're immediately in touch with. You've got valuable knowledge. All of us have absolutely brilliant knowledge that's especially useful for people in the younger generations who may not have your know-how or your experience, and we can certainly learn from them as well. But, um, you know, I do some work with uh, somebody that's in their 30s and uh, he'd been complaining how he needs to save some money um, because he wants to, you know, save up a deposit to buy a house. And just simple things, I looked at his one week that where he goes to work and if he cut back on the amount of lunch that he purchased from the van that comes around and if he, um, instead of, you know, buying these big, Um, slabs of cool drink and just drank the water that the company uh, supplies him during the week Um, and a few other things that he could actually save about $4,000 a year. $4,000. In two years he'd have eight plus interest so he'd be looking at you know probably about I don't know $8,400 or something like that which is compounding. So um, this is just a little bit of know-how because I've saved for houses, I've saved for trips, I've, you know, been in low-paying jobs in the past and I have that know-how and experience. But if you start to ask yourself the questions of, um, you know, how can you make a significant contribution to the world, what is a valuable knowledge that you have, Uh, If you start asking those questions, it starts to get you to think about the different talents that you have as well. And these you can teach to others. Um, They can learn how to become competent as you are. And it will also help improve their lives as well. And it's the gap in the knowledge that people have. 
So think about if you had the opportunity to teach people, what would it be? And this is again starting to drill down and get your superpowers. The final question that I have, um, which is question number eight, is what things are you paid for that you do for nothing? You know, there's, there's, this starts to get you to really think about the work that you do, whether it's um, in a job or your own business. What it does is it helps you to identify the things about what you're currently doing that you are passionate about. And there's usually something about a job that you really like. So think carefully about this or your business, something in your business that you really like. So for me, within my business, the thing that I love the most is the creativity. When you are working on what these things do, do they come easily to you? I bet they do. I bet you don't have to think about it. It just happens. Do you enjoy these things so much that you do them for free? Well, let me tell you, guys, as a business owner, quite often some of the stuff that we're doing in our business, we are doing for free already. Things like this podcast, I do for free. I was on radio for 10 years and that was a volunteer position. 10 years I used to trek into the studio and for eight of those years it was um, for two hours a, a week and uh, in the, the last couple of years it was just one hour a week but I did it. I did it because I loved it and I did it because I enjoyed it so much and I did it for free. In fact I used to pay for the opportunity because we, we had you know studio fees that we had to pay for. So we're not um, recommending here that you do everything for nothing or you don't do uh, you know you offer your services for nothing what this is actually doing is it's identifying the things that you're truly passionate about so you can start to create those superpowers I think we've covered a fair bit in these so I'm just going to do a very very quick recap because um, once you have started to get all of this down on paper, you will start to see some commonalities happening. You'll start to see uh, some sequences happening and you will find that you will be identifying your superpowers through these eight questions. So number one, how do you improve the lives of others? What is it that you do that um, you get a warm feeling inside and you'll be very happy with what you've done. How do you improve people's lives? Number two is what do you do that seems to make time fly away? What is it that you enjoy doing and all of a sudden you look at the clock and wonder where the day's gone? What is it? Number three, when you were a child, what did you really enjoy doing? What are some of your fondest memories and start to identify any patterns as to why these things were so enjoyable for you and if there's a commonality if there's a thread in there of what you enjoy doing number four 
What would you do even if you looked ridiculously silly? Even if people were to laugh at you, you'd still give it a go. What would that be? Number five, what do people ask you to help them do? Is there a, a, a particular thing that they ask? Is it around relationships or technology or um, friendships or all sorts of things? Organising parties or you know um, afternoon teas things like that number six if your time was running out what would you do that's right think about that think about that time what would you do what would you make sure would be done number uh, uh, number seven uh, if you had the opportunity to teach people what would it be what would it be that you would teach people? Uh, number nine, what are the things that you are paid for that you would do for free? And that's number nine. And, uh, or is it number eight? I've lost count. Oh my gosh, I'm probably going to have to go back and listen to this again. But you've got those questions those questions are so so important once you've got all of those questions this is where you want to start looking at every single part of it and putting together the keywords that are coming out it might be organized it might be friendly um, all these superpowers are going to come out for you I have got I have got a, a bonus question. This question, I think, is like the icing on the cake. If you didn't have to worry about money and you believe that you could do anything at all, what would it be? If you were financially free, how would you spend your time? What would you do? What sort of passions would you pursue in your life if you had no money worries? You didn't have to worry about bills. You didn't have to worry about superannuation. You didn't have to worry about taxes. You didn't have to worry about putting food on the table or rent or mortgages. If you could literally have no money worries whatsoever and you believed that you could do anything, then what are the things you would choose to do? People often are driven by the need for, to make more money. And let's face it, we need money to be able to survive. It's, you know, um, it's, it's a given. But if you had all the money that you could ever want, how would this change your life? Um, we all have so much time and we don't know when the dash ends. We have no idea. It's in the hands of God. It's in the hands of the universe. But we do have the opportunity to make decisions. And because we only have so much time, how would you spend your time if money was not an object? So that's my bonus question. Because let me tell you, I think when you start right looking at all these answers that you've put down, that that is the nailer. That is what is going to get you your magical superpowers. You can stop thinking about what we talked about at the beginning of the podcast and this episode. You can forget all that because you now have a succinct list of your superpowers. And let's face it, you are amazing. And I would love 
to hear from you what some of your superpowers are because I think that we all have an untapped resource which is us we don't go our full ability so I want to hear about your untapped resource I want to hear about what your magical superpowers are it's super easy you can head over to our website connecter.com.au click on um, podcast and uh, you can you can have a listen and you can also leave some comments and uh, we will read them out on our next episode uh, if they come in in time so fantastic I think we are done for this week and I hope that you got some really valuable information from that don't forget have a great week stay safe stay well stay connected and most of all happy networking bye for now hey not so fast we love to stay connected and we hope you will too Head over to the Connect Her website, connecther.com.au. There you'll find all of our links to lead an event, attend an event, join our club or listen to the podcast. Don't forget to check out the directory and if you want to connect with us on the socials, all the links are there, including our Facebook page, the Marketplace, as well as our private group and you can check us out on Instagram. So all those links are all available at connecther.com.au. We hope you'll stay connected.